Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Thursday is the Hall of Fame game with the Jaguars versus Raiders. So football is definitely back. The next week, the Jets, next week, Friday, the 12th, Jets is going to play the Eagles. And that's going to be very exciting because we get to see our guys back for the first time. And we can finally speak on some Jets football. But other than that, what's going on? What you got? Eh, I've been better. Um, so dealing with the the loss of my um my best friend yesterday, but um, but the, other than that, I say happy to 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 finally have some um some real football to talk about. That the fact that they're in training camp and you know so it's eager to um uh see what see what these um upcoming weeks are going to bring us. Right. And um, yeah, very, very sorry for your loss, because I know it's very hard, especially at times like this, because you don't want to hear nothing about it, especially, you know, news like this, especially with football coming up. Um, basically, basically with the basically with the Jets, um, they definitely practice. I know I know I know the defense been, you know, defense been going at it. Uh, they've been giving Zach Wilson a little hard times, but I'm hearing uh, much, much better progress today from Zach Wilson. But yeah, it seems like it seems like the defense is very serious so far, but we won't know until the preseason. Um, so we'd be concerned that Zach Wilson is not performing how he would how we would like to see him perform. Or is it just to prepare him more as as we uh, as the preseason comes along? Yeah, um, I said it's it's early, so um, I'm I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to throw too many stones at the kid. You know, it it is early, and not only that, I know, um, you know, he's been working really hard in the off season. So, uh, you you know, with with specific play, um individuals on the on the squad, so you might he might need to take some time to get accustomed to all the the different faces that's going to be in camp and that he's going to be throwing to so again like i said i'm i'm not going to uh uh be too uh critical of him right now yeah um i think i think we would like to definitely see more of that you know next week in the preseason and it don't show just because they do good in preseason doesn't mean they're going to show out when that season comes because it's a di- different atmosphere but I think I think I think the I think the fans are more impressive with the with the defense, the way how they they getting in there. But I'm also hearing good good things about Makai Becton and that the O line definitely was getting in there and Brees Hall was was getting in them holes. Um, you know, like basically the blocking was there and Reese Hall was just finding where to cut, where to go. <laughs> so that's, I think that's very good news because I don't, when's the last time we actually had a decent run game? Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Um, I would say to me, probably one of our more productive, uh, running teams is probably that, um, 2015 team with um Chris Ivory and Powell like, like I said that, that like off the off the top that's to me I think was probably one of our more productive um running tandems or just running system you know that we've had in some past years 
Yeah, and um, Fant, uh, I heard Fant came back to practice, which is very, very good. Um, I'm hearing a lot of good things about Sauce, not just Sauce, but also Becton, um, Hall. Um, and basically, them cornerbacks, um, I, I'm hoping that they don't trade Hall. I think I think they should just you know roll with that roll with that crew because I feel like them even though them cornerbacks is young I feel like they 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 definitely got like they definitely have a future ahead of them you know not just for this year but down the line. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't look to to move off of Paul just yet. Um, we're in a division that has some really um, good receivers. You know, Buffalo's uh, with uh, uh, with Diggs and and Crowder and um, Davis up there, and then you know you have Miami with um, Hill and Waddle. So definitely, you you're gonna need um, guys to cover them. So I would hold off on any sort of moves in turn, especially in the quarterback. I mean, the cornerback um, um, area. You know, until uh, we really get a, a a clear picture of what we have, uh, you know, on a team. Right, and you know, as excited as it is, it finally, you know, it finally happened. Um, Quan Alexander <laughs> signed the one year deal with the Jets. It's worth one point twelve million with a um, one hundred fifty two thousand five hundred bonus signing bonus and it, it's a great value because you know alexander is going to try to prove himself to the team to to want to be with this team but he also could fit salah's system and that and that right there is, is definitely what we needed so that was like a cherry on on top so far for joy d yeah that um alexander signing definitely comes as a um I would say one of need because, uh, um, as you know, like I've been critical of what we what we had available at linebacker, you know, and I think not only bringing in him, you know, helps with uh, the actual defense in in general, you know, in terms of uh, what he brings to the table. Uh, I think having him there is a great. Um, mentor to um you know Nazladeen who I, I I like I said I'm still very high on I know he was injured last year but I I think him having you know Alexander there would is going to definitely help to um boost his game to another level yeah and you know he's very young and we hoping that he'll be able to you know just make himself just make himself not just available but also make himself you know make these other teams alert that he's that he's here and the defense is definitely looking better the defense definitely looks better looks good on paper but we need to see it out on the field you know yeah. so I, I i just feel like they they just gotta do it it just it just looks too good on paper right now kyle yeah, I would say, and, and we've definitely been down that road before where, you know, on paper, it, it looked like we had something to, um, you know, to be proud of. And, you know, once it got on the field, it, it, it told a different story. So definitely um, eager to see, though, you know, um, what do we have? 
I, I definitely agree with you and I can't wait to see what happens from from there. Um, since we're going to speak about this, this hopefully this is the last time we speak on this. Um, Deshaun Watson case is finally over. Six game suspension. Um, NFLPA will not basically just said they would not um, ask for, I guess, a, a pill. I don't know what the NFL is going to do. I think also I think the most they was going to try to give him was a 12 game suspension with a one with a one million dollar fine, but it was due to the lack of evidence that they only could give him six games. Um, I think I think we talked about this many a times, Kyle. I think six games. I think six games. I know a lot of people saying he should get a year of suspension, but like. Like how how and why and how how would that even happen if he if it's a if it's lack of evidence it ain't it ain't no evidence to prove it. Yeah, the, that's that's the part that you know really sticks out to me in terms of um, how to even view this because since there's no convictions in regards to the alleged you know the allegations is one thing and then the fact that um the amount of people that decided to stick around and try and get something else out of it, because I, if I'm not mistaken, there was a, a large number of um, people who accused him of the situation settled, you know? Mm. So that to me doesn't, doesn't put guilt on him, but it also, you know, doesn't make him quite innocent, but from, the, the standpoint of, you know, being a victim, just in my eyes, if I knew somebody did something to me that was very heinous and, and violated me, I don't know if I would settle. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if your intent is to get justice, I don't, I wouldn't see myself settling for um, something of that magnitude. But um, these people who accused them did, and you know, it's, I would say at this point, I'm really uh, glad that we can now move on from this and Agree. Let's talk about, you know, his abilities on the field at this point, whenever he returns. Yeah. Um, my, my thing with this is that my, my, my opinion is there's his story, there's their story and there's the truth. Nobody will ever know the truth of what's going on. Um, I would thought maybe the NFL will appeal, appeal it, but it seems like they not. I don't know. They still got two more days to figure it out. But it was just a it was just a weird situation, and I think we spoke on spoke on it many times. Um, I basically I'm not on nobody's side on this. I I just in my opinion, um, if the NFL appeals it, it's a possibility. It's a possibility that. It could definitely happen, you know. So it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. And I'm glad, and just like you said, I'm glad we can move on. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but speaking of that, we McCaff signed this deal and Debo Samuel signs they deal. And it was about the same. It was about a good three, three years, 70 mil. About seventy-two to seventy-three million dollars. Um, I think they both had 50, 56 to fifty-eight million guaranteed. Um, 
I I really wasn't expecting Debo Samuels to sign his extension, but it happens with both of those guys. How important it was for Seattle and the 49ers to get their star wide receiver. Um I would say definitely for um San Francisco is a big thing because if they're going to go with um, Trey Lance as their starting quarterback, he's going to need uh, as many weapons as possible for you know him to be successful. Um, right. As far as Metcalf goes, um, obviously, obviously, um, Seattle is going to you know wanted to get that situated and you know to get their guy in, but. At the end of the day, um, I still don't know who they're going to have to throw to him because if they're looking at Geno Smith as being, you know, the guy at this point, I'm not sure what uh, a Metcalf can do to, um, you know, to make that team successful when you don't have a guy that can get him the ball <laughs> the way he needs to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with McCaff, though, he could still be a free agent and still get a, a make another mega deal at 27 years old, which which is positive for McCaff in general, just to not to sign, you know, a big extension, you know, just in case Seattle plans doesn't go right because you know Pete Carroll's not going to be there for a long time. Like let's be let's be for real. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, that could it could. I, I see that with McCaff working out now with Debo Samuel, that is a that's crazy, as I think his deal also got something to do with running back running back stats and like touchdowns as well. I think that uh, it needed to be done, especially just like you said with Trey Lance. I just want to see. Uh, I wish the 49ers would just let Garoppolo do his thing, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I think. I, I really think Seattle should try to go get Garoppolo with what? I don't know, but I think they should really try to get Garoppolo and and try to build the chemistry with Garoppolo and um, McCaff. I know Garoppolo's not the best, but he damn sure is better than he's, – he's better than Geno Smith and um, Drew Locke put together. Yeah, I, I don't – I really have no idea what they – you know, what their plan is there because I wouldn't be comfortable with either of those guys um, being the starting the starting quarterback um, of my team. And especially knowing that um, from like other aspects of it, the fact that, you know, they don't have the same defense that they have and, you know, they, they, lost, the, they lost the running back and um Carson because of um from injury so like they're I, I see Seattle just gonna be in a real mess maybe for the next couple of years, you know. Right. I could definitely so I could definitely see that happening. But just like I said, and Pete Carroll is you know, he at the end of his rope, you know, this that's just to be honest. And who's gonna be able to replace him? Not many people. So I could definitely see some frustration going down. And then let's not forget Jamal Adams, you know, when it's not things not working out in his favor, what you gonna do? You know? <laughs> As a, him, knowing him, it'll probably 
He'll probably uh do something like end up going to uh Dallas or somebody or you know mm-hmm. chasing a by case a ring depending on you know at what point it, you know he uh he leaves Seattle. Mm. That's that's crazy. But yeah, I'm definitely definitely agree with you on that one. Too. Well, if he def- if he go to Dallas, he, he gets to go to the club he wants to, and then he gets to be a pain in Jerry Jones's uh behind. As <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that he well that that's the, the other thing that's funny was from what I heard, um I thought Jerry Jones is not um in the, the GM business anymore based on um certain issues he was having. So that's gonna be interesting to see, you know what direction the team goes and you know in the future with him you know getting out of that that role i i definitely agree with you definitely 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 agree with you on that one that that that's going to be crazy but it it was that time especially for the cowboys to see what direction they would go and um last but not least dolphins Ooh, this is this is tough the Dolphins lost the – oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, The Dolphins – they oof, I feel like I got sneaks. Uh, the Dolphins will forfeit um, the first-round selection in the 2023 and the third-round selection for the 2024 NFL Draft. Um, Mr. Ross suspended through October 17th of this year during the period. He may not be present at the Dolphins facility or any games, um, any – and he can't attend any league meetings for the annual meeting in 2023 is removed from all league committees and definitely find 1.5 million. And Mr. Mr. Uh, Vice Chairman Bruce Bell may not attend any league meeting for the remaining of the 2022 season and five five hundred thousand dollars. And and this got something to do with uh, Coach Flores. Remember, remember, we we didn't hear about Flores for a while, so now everything is coming in the air. Kyle, how you feel about that? Um, I said, um, I as far as the the Flores thing, like I definitely felt that you know they did him wrong, you know, in that whole situation. Um, so but from what I heard, um, which you know it might just be politically correct. Um, commentary that's coming out of Goodell. He was saying that, um, if I'm not mistaken, that this really wasn't a result of uh, wasn't a result of that particular situation, and that it was mm. more about um, tampering from the whole situation. I think with um, Brady being on that boat. Mm. So. Um, as far as them, you know, losing picks and stuff, that's definitely going to be a tough, tough, uh, tough situation for them because, like, they they seem to have been putting together some some good uh, drafts this past couple of years. So to to lose definitely to lose a first, you know, um, next year um, is going to, you know, put a little bit of a, a I just say a. a a stumbling block in a role for them in terms of what they're trying to do. I, 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 you know, the crazy thing is, Kyle, with this situation, how do you think Tua should feel about this? I, I know Tua is not the best quarterback. But still, 
as to, as they drafted Tua, you would think Tua would feel some type of way because this was not just the 2019. This was 2019 while he was with the Patriots and 2021 while he was with the Bucks. Yeah, I would say Tua would have to understand. Uh, you know, obviously as a as a player, you want to be a competitor. You know, and you know show some sort of um confidence in, in your abilities, but, you know, it's Tua versus Brady. Like, that's not even... <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Outside of them being quarterbacks, they, those two should never really be mentioned in the same sentence, you know? So, with that, you know, with that being said, I don't think he should be too upset. But, um... I can I can see if he wants to you know if he if he does feel the way I understand as a you know from the competitor's uh, standpoint. Yeah, um, I don't think I think he should move on. Uh, Tua should move on and just try to you know prove to them why why he should be their starting quarterback because it's going to be so it's going to be not much time for him to get it together you know and I just think that. It's, it's time for him to show out with Hill, Waddle, and and these other guys. This this is it. This this to me is is to me this is this is make or break for two. In my opinion, yeah, this is definitely make or break. Yeah. I'm about to say like this should this shouldn't be no it, like it could be a debate, but it shouldn't be no debate. You got the players to, to get to the playoffs. You know, last last year it was almost Fitzpatrick that took them to the playoffs. It's something like a deja boot for us Jets. I don't want to speak about the 2016 season. But, you know, it's that's crazy. Fitzpatrick almost took them to the playoffs and now Tua, and now it's got to be Tua. So now what, what you going to do and how would you want to be able to, to do this? Because – be honest with you, if they don't go to the playoffs, at least it's a fell season. It's a fell season for the Dolphins, and it's time to find another quarterback. Yeah, indeed. Um, I was just like earlier. I was looking at something, and uh, they were talking about the 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 guys that they have um, on the team in terms of just uh, pure speed. And if I'm not mistaken, they have three of the top six fastest people in the NFL between Hill, um, Waddle, and the running back. Um, oh, uh, when, Mosa. Yeah, Mosa. So they have weapons. And that's not even to mention um, the tight end. Um, forgetting names right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the, the not that's not even to mention him. So it's almost like a similar situation with um, you know, with Zach because Zach now has weapons. So it's up mm -hmm. to him to prove what he can do with those weapons. So and it's, it's, it's to me, it's almost an identical case in Miami. Right, I definitely understand that, and you know, it's just. It's going to be very exciting. This season is going to be very exciting, man. I can't wait to see what happens in this season. I cannot wait to see what happens in this season. And since we since we speaking since we speaking on that, 
the Hall of Fame game. I know we probably won't be watching that because we'll be looking forward more to the Eagles versus Jets game. But um, I think will you be giving giving a, uh at least the highlights a look because I know they only probably gonna play like one quarter or one drive. Uh, Carr and uh, Devontae Adams. Um, nah, like <laughs> not gonna bother. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, those, those first games are, are for the most part, you know, basic, basic um, uh, plate that's going to be ran, you know, nothing, you know, nothing crazy to the point that, you know, you're looking at them to, uh, to show any real, you know, skill set. It's more like a fundamental type thing. So uh-huh. yeah, they, they, I, they can, they can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> right I mean you know it'll, just like I said I think we'll be looking more to the Eagles and Jets um, even if it's not a first team you know just to speak on what players is ready um, is developed and who's ready to make the team or maybe maybe even a practice squad per se so yeah they definitely uh, definitely uh I'll have a, a a bigger a bigger interest in in that game. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I think that's the way we we looking forward to. Um, I think that is it. I think that's it for this episode. I don't think we have nothing else to talk about. I think next week oh. we can. Do up. You got to mention um the. Oh yeah, I forgot. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's uh, hand is injured. Um got taken out by the trainer um i know i know i know it's kind of upsetting to you gary shout out shout out to you gary football analyst um I, uh what you we know what dalvin could, could bring to the vikings um if he's out for the season how could this affect the uh vikings run game uh the, I, I would say their their game and their whole offense in general would would you know, be um, affected, you know, they, uh, they have, uh, they definitely have it on the, you know, the passing attack, but they were definitely a different team when um, Cook, you know, was out of the, the lineup from before. So mm. it would be a, a, a big bowl for them if he's lost for any significant amount of time. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because he was def- definitely escorted off the field, which is not good. He, whether it's minor or or major, they, you know, this is not the time for your star player to be injured. Um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, they, hopefully, Jets are praying we don't lose anybody, and we'll be able to see all our guys healthy by week one. Because week one is definitely going to be something special for us Jets fans. Um, but other than that. That's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast. And also for Jets fans only, if you want to follow us on Facebook, look up NY Jets Fans. We always here, myself and Kyle, we welcome y'all with open arms. But we do this for y'all every week. We can't wait to talk about this preseason next week because we're very excited. And until next week, we take a flight.